0: Sidra Quintana, welcome to the OXBC video interview and podcast. How are you doing?
1: Fine. Thank you for for calling me and and making this interview because I'm pretty excited to to announce our project.
0: Awesome. You're actually our first guest on the video version of the podcast. So, thank you. (laughs) So, um, tell us a little bit more about uh, Triple O Games.
1: Well, Triple O Games was um, a proposition that came from the, the Oxford Blockchain Program, the first edition. Um, so it was so, so good uh, that the, the mentor that it was in that moment, Steven Dovish, that is actually a mentor
0: Yeah.
1: in the, in the Oxford Blockchain Program, uh, he told me, you have to do this because it's super great, right? So at that moment, I, I had my my old company that I sold recently one year ago. Uh, and I decided just sold my old company that was a video game company. I started this new one because it had a lot of possibilities. So the idea was born there and actually we are three members from the the Oxford blockchain program. One of them are, is Steven and the other one is Sebastian, who is working on the Rabobank and also in the in the part of the blockchain inside the inside the bank in, in Holland.
0: Cool. Um, so, with Triple O Games, it's about the gaming industry um, and I did a bit of reading up beforehand, but what, um, what do you think that the uh, problems facing the gaming industry are currently?
1: Well, it, it is tough because uh, we have been, since uh, the iPhone came out, uh, we, we experiment a new kind of business model, uh, a huge explosion of free-to-play Right? Yeah, you can play for free, but then you, you are bombed by a lot of uh, advertisement and in-app purchases and all these kind of things. And of course, having mobiles and, and, and new platforms, you have a lot of possibilities. You have a lot of uh, offer. So people have a lot of things to choose. So for the developer, it's really hard to to engage the user, the player to maintain it and, and overall, it's super hard to, to get into the game. So uh, the user acquisition is um, expensive and more expensive day by day because there's a lot of offer and there's, there's a lot of competition. So uh, with blockchain, I realized that there were solutions to, to those kinds of problems. But overall, that, that was the problem that the, that the developers was having but the problem was in the users because the players wanted to be rewarded by the loyalty, no scammed because they feel like a scam, right? You are playing a lot to a game and then suddenly you are receiving a lot of advertisement, a lot of offering that you have to pay to advance in the game. So I wanted to change that all the way around.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And how are you using blockchain to do that?
1: Well, Basically first first things that we are doing is uh, given the property right of property over the game items so the user can trade those items and of course they can monetize that way we have seen many games already inside the blockchain uh, with this system but our idea is to facilitate blockchain for everyone so mm, my mom doesn't have to understand how to make a wallet and purchase ethereum or other cryptocurrency so what i want to do is facilitate that so any any person in the world can just pay on their local currency and then they also can cash out in their local currency without knowing that is the system is under the blockchain system because at the end of the day used uh, the user uh, don't
0: care about that. Right yeah, now. they just want something to work, right? They don't care that there's blockchain behind. And that's that's probably the best form of blockchain solution is when you don't have to use the word blockchain, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I was doing my research beforehand, I was looking into Fortnite. And apparently, so their currency, Vcash, is the biggest circulating currency in the world. That's that's insane, right? So. Yeah. That means, I guess, that you guys have a massive market potential here.
1: It's true. We are speaking about one hundred thirty-four billions billion uh, of dollars, actually, that is growing at one, uh, 11% per year uh, estimation. So it's a big market, uh, and it's growing year by year like craziness. And overall, the new the new audience that is coming, more kids... Uh, these kind of people have a different kind of mind. So, for example, last year in United States, kids, kids asked more for this kind of BVAX, uh, virtual currency, than for cash. So we have an indication indicator that validates um, our solution. Uh, not in the market, but at least the market is giving us signals that everything is changing. And there's a new kind of audience, the youngest one, that is uh, giving it this kind of signal that we have to do this kind of solution for them. So, so yes, uh, and you have, for example, Fortnite. This is a big example of how this works. Okay, how the value, how they value a game item more than a, a physical um, uh, asset. Mm. So for them, it it has more value uh, a shirt in a game than a real shirt for them. It's just curious, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess and say that there's going to be some OXBC members out there watching this that have never played Fortnite. I'm one of them. I've never played, but um, it can be a difficult thing to get your head around people paying money just to have like a different, a different clothing as a character or a different weapon as a games character that sure. doesn't actually translate into any value outside of the game. Like for me, that's a really hard sell so yeah. what is it that triple o games are going to do to kind of change that or tap into that mentality
1: so this is our final vision it's really hard right now the old blockchain projects that you you can have a cash out into fiat because of the regulation and the, the, those are our main challenge but um that's our vision so because right now there's a huge market on the games already, where people spend a lot of money on game items, for example, and other things, on other game features, and they can cash out. They can convert into, they, they can monetize at the end of the day. They can exchange that virtual currency inside the game, and in some cases in other games, but not in real, um, in real world. So our idea is imagine a, a person who, who goes to a coffee shop and asks for a coffee and play and then he have money back and he can pay the coffee with the with, with his, uh, their skills. That's the main idea. So that's what we want to do, what we, we want to change.
0: Yeah, that sounds like the potential for that, knowing that, when you when you put it into the context of V Bucks being the biggest circulated currency and people not being able to use them in the real world, yep. knowing that context, a solution that does actually allow you to take that value into the real world and buy things, it it sounds like it could be huge. Like I can see the potential. But what are so you, you touched on the challenges briefly there, but let's let's delve it a little bit more into that. So how what are the challenges you're facing, particularly in, in terms of taking that value out into real-world exchange.
1: Yeah, so right now we have many challenges. One of them is the one that I told you, that, uh, of course, banks are seeing the risk that they are not going to be the middleman anymore. So we have to speak with the uh, regulators to, to allow this kind of transaction between the players so they can receive money. That's one. The other one is that um, these big players on the game industry, they are so um, used to make money with the actual model, the free-to-play model, that they are not accepting the new business model that we are proposing. So it's really hard to, to get into them and tell them, use this model. So this is going to be uh, an innovation, uh, steps by steps, till uh, it's, it's adaptation of the technology, right? So what we want to do to change that is not just making a platform, so we can offer them that. So we are also making a game as a Trojan horse to to demonstrate that this can uh, have worth to 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 test it, right? Yeah. So that's our mission. Our mission is to 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 make a game to demonstrate that this is this is going to work, and it, then we can. Uh, Tell them, well, you can use uh, blockchain technology and change the way you you can uh, monetize. Because not only uh, we are allowing players to to sell, to trade, to gift uh, virtual items, uh, but we are also proposing a new kind of uh, economic system that we have to test uh, that is sharing profits between the players. So let's say... If Fortnite made uh three billions last year, we we our theory it's if you share part of your profit, you are gonna get much more because there are involved two um motivations. The mm-hmm. intrinsic motivation that you are gonna play because you love the game that you are enjoying, and the strict est- est- external motivation of you are going to make money and you can make a living with it, right?
0: Yeah, I, like like I say, I mean, the potential to me seems, seems fantastic. Um, again, we, I think we touched on this briefly earlier, but in layman's terms. So when you're having these conversations with companies that perhaps are slow to understand the value and are slow to want to move towards blockchain, how do you explain to them the things that blockchain can do that you couldn't have done without the technology?
1: Well, it's pretty tough uh, because right now, for example, we have been talking with Sony already and also Google. They are open because I talked with the innovation part of the the company and they are exploring overall the the technology. But for them, uh, having in mind that we have all the ICOs, scams, and all the volatility of the market for them sounds a little bit dangerous yet. So they are like, well, it sounds really good what you can do with it, but it seems like uh, there's some, uh, something strange, so I don't want to be in, in, in danger, right? So we have the, the, the blockchain community have to make a lot of work to to educate not only the society, but the, the, the company uh, industry, right? all the but it's going to come i think this is unstoppable and we are in the right time to to do this uh, so so we are in the, in the right moment right to invest in this kind of industry explore the technology and in our case we are for example we are using eos but now we are exploring to use bitcoin with light, lightning network and ipfs so so the technologies um like uh, burning like uh, you know there's a lot of things go- going on because it's burning uh, and, and there's a lot to do. Uh, so we, we are getting, like I say expertise in many places to teach the society to teach these developers to teach other ones to that this is not dangerous, this is a solution. this is an improvement of the old system.
0: Yeah, it's a tough job. It's a tough job. We, we see it in, in our day jobs, day in and day out, trying to explain the benefits of blockchain to people who have heard a lot of scare stories and are kind of set in their ways. It's, it's very difficult. But with, with groups like OXBC and us working on it, I'm sure in the, in the coming years, things will, things will change quite rapidly. Yeah. Um, so to talk about in terms of where your company's based, um, you guys are in the Canary Islands, right? Oh, What's yes, that's up in the Canary Islands. Why? Why is that?
1: Well, uh, the main reason is that we have um, uh, it's I mean, no one knows this, I don't know why, because we have been here for a long time and this is happening for a long time right now. But we have, I think, the best place, one of the best places in the world uh, because it offers a safe, stable, and fully reliable economic framework, this fully European Union authorised authorized tax framework, offering a wide range of investment incentives. It has the best tax action in Europe. So, we, for example, we have a sex on, uh, that that means that you, you can pay only 4% of corporate tax. This is uh-huh. super low. Then you have forty-five percent of deduction for investment on video games or innovation activities. That it can goes to eighty percent, and then there's another another um, kind of incentives. Like if you invest in your own assets, when you have to pay taxes, you can save the ninety percent. So you can invest the ninety percent of what you have to pay to tax agency to reinvest in your own assets. So at the end of the day you are paying almost nothing on, on taxes. And this is because we are um, pretty far. <laughs> we are near Africa, but uh, at, the, at the same time, we are pretty near from every every place. We are three hours ahead from London in the same time time uh, hour from London. And there's a lot of connections for, with Berlin, London, and the best uh, cities. So for, for, for us, it's a... The best place to um to produce, and then of course we have um uh, quality of life uh people comes here for for tourist for tourism, yeah. so we have one of the best climate in the world we have one of the highest uh citizen safety index in in europe uh we we have uh, all pocket size cost of living high it, Speed internet, so we have a lot of opportunities to be in in Tenerife.
0: I feel like maybe you should host a um, Oxpc meetup over there. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: that's a that's the thing I want to propose, you guys. You cool. should definitely, uh, we are working uh, closely with the government to to allow these kind of things. Because what London has that we don't have is community. Um, you have all the, all the investment people there. So we can exchange this, this kind of thing so we can make networking. And I think it, it would be super good to, to have a meeting here in the Canaries, for sure.
0: Yeah, that sounds definitely sounds like something we should do. Um, yeah. And seeing as we're talking about OXBC, one of our catchphrases is uh, catalyzing serendipity, which means we like to bring people together um, from different sectors of the, of the blockchain community and just try and, you know, help help make things happen. So in the spirit of that, um, you've got this platform now where you're talking on this video to all OXBC members and probably some through our social media channels who aren't yet members. Who would would you particularly be interested in connecting with in the blockchain space? Um, What kind of things are you looking for? What would be useful for you in terms of meetups?
1: Well, to be honest, right now we, we are looking for investment. The project is on the MVP uh, moment, but it, it is true that being in Canary Islands, we are pretty far from from all investor. But not only the investors, also the community, right? The the, the, the blockchain community. We want to to uh, to share with lawyers. We want to share with fintech people. We want to connect with. Technical people inside the, the technology and blockchain that it's developing things on the protocol levels. So, we want to share that, of course, because we are uh, experts on gaming, also in blockchain, but these think think tank and also the community, right? The community, I think this is the most important part yeah. where you share and you put value and you have value back. So I think the most important thing for for our, um, our foundation.
0: Agreed, agreed. So how can people contact you um, if they want to talk to you about any of the things you just mentioned?
1: Okay, so we have a website. It's tripleogames.com. So all the information is there. We don't have too much information because it's a landing page, but we are working on to, to improve it. Uh, and people can just uh, write and, and contact me. Anyways, also, if you want to contact me, you can do it by email uh, isidro at uh, Awesome.
0: Thank you so much, Isidro. I'm looking forward to meeting you one day, hopefully in sunny Tenerife. Yeah,
1: please do it. Fantastic. Thanks very much for the interview and for your time.